What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Presenting the Nationalist Inquirer, your midweek spoop update. It's happening. I'm Johnny Monoxide. Uh, tonight, I'm here with Dogbots. What's up, man? Oh, not much. Um, I really need all. I really need all the listeners out there to uh, band together and say a prayer for our buddy Reinhardt. Uh, he received a bite from an albino gorilla on Ape Mountain, oh, Lord. and uh, yeah, he's in a real he's in real bad shape right now. It 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 got really infected. Yeah, he's so he's 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 down for the count. Yeah, I heard evening. it was tearing the ass out of him. Yeah, so to quote the Cherokee boys. But uh, also joining us this week is Jack the intern, taking notes and also participating. What's up, Jack? Man, I I was almost down for the count yesterday. I almost had a truck drop on me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you almost made a truck drop on you. So you yeah, I, I I hit it too hard with a hammer. No, I, I get that, and I I understand exactly what you were doing. I've had to do similar things to vehicles before. When it involves tires and brakes and that kind of stuff, you gotta sometimes beat it with a hammer. Um, but you gotta be careful that the vehicle doesn't fall on top of you. Uh, I woke up this morning with probably um, the Rona. No, I'm just kidding. I have a, a little bit of a. As soon as I crossed over back into the worst state in existence, um, my sinuses immediately filled up and my throat got a tad scratchy. So we're uh, vitamin C, zinc, and. Um, Halls. We'll see how that we'll see how that goes. I don't sound too sick, do I, guys? No, not too sick. Nice. All right, good. Not like uh, apparently uh, somebody was talking about the Giant of Kandahar episode. Uh, people were asking about that, and they looked it up, and they were like, "Good lord, Johnny was sick on that show." And I'm pretty sure I had like a stage four sinus infection and could like barely breathe. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a thing, but yeah, I was, was pretty sick. Still a great episode, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, we were talking about that in the chat because giants come up quite a bit. Uh, it just, just so happens that giants come up on a regular basis, and the giant of Kandahar story comes up quite a bit. That was a great story, man. Mr. K is a cool guy. Um, if you're listening, bro, I'm in the area again, so hit me up. All right. Uh business oh i checked i went home and i checked the post office box we got stuff oh did we yes we got what a kind lot of stuff we got a bunch of books uh we have a very cool book called satanism and occult related violence uh, Ooh. yes it is from the american family foundation it's from a christian obviously it's like a christian uh point of view it's from the pacific bible church library that's where this book officially came originally came from uh, one of Keith Preston's books, Attack the System. Um, this one guy sent us a whole bunch of books, and it seems that it, it, we need to deprogram from a cult, or he wants us to learn how to deprogram people from cults or something. I don't know. There's a bunch of cult deprogramming stuff. Uh, book on... This is a good one. Oh, my God. This is great. So Aaron Clary has a... Uh, he's a white dude. He's got a podcast, and he's got, like, I don't know, a YouTube channel and whatnot, but uh, libertarians follow him or whatever. He wrote a book called The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. Somebody sent us that. I have a feeling it's kind of funny, a white dude writing about blacks. Or how to, I don't know, maybe uplifting blacks out of the, I don't know, maybe I don't want to read this book. 
Yeah, I have a I have a similar kind of book in my collection that was given to me. It was uh, written by a black woman who got out of the welfare system, and it's called Uncle Sam's Plantation. Oh, and uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a c- certain, sure there's a certain uh, similar level of amusement to be had from it. Yeah, well, this is a this is a white dude writing a book for black guys. I hope it works out. Yeah, I hope you know. I'm sure he sold a lot of books, a lot of books. Uh, a lot of people like to you know mimic LeBron James reading books. You know, a lot of them do. They're, he's really into the first chapter of every book that I've ever seen him reading. You guys remember that? Or sentence. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. He's on the first page. Yeah. Always in the first chapter. Yeah. All right. So, oh, that segue into sports. How about that? Look at that. Speaking of sports, I mean, it wasn't a great segue, but it was a segue. All right. It's not a great segue if you have to announce it, though, right? I don't really care. I mean, like, seriously. Yeah. No, I know. But also, okay. Also, in the, uh, real quick, also in the post office box, we got. A note from the Netherlands. And we got two 10 euro pieces of fiat currency, which are very cool. Oh. Yes. Yes. 20 euro. I have, very cool. I have uh, some euros in a uh, little jar that somebody, when I was delivering pizzas, somebody tipped me in euros. Oh, and, uh, it's kind of cool. I yeah, well, not the time. Yeah. Uh, I put them in my hand, and I, I looked down, and then I looked to him, and he seemed to either be oblivious or was waiting to see if I would have an openly negative reaction. And I, I was, it took everything I, took everything I could muster to not provide him the satisfaction of having an openly negative reaction. Right, right. Well, good for you. You were the bigger person there. That was probably a good learning experience for you. Uh, from, well, I got a couple of euros out of it. Huh? That's cool. Yeah, Cut from the euros guy. This is uh, greetings from the sunken ruins of Doggerland. All right on, and there's a, a postcard for, with Spengler on the front, and a bunch of um, a bunch of what do they speak Dutch over there? A bunch of stickers in Dutch. There's one of Pepe that clearly says, "Green meme is illegal." <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty cool. But uh, yeah, you know, communism is I don't know. Jack, look this up. What in uh, in Dutch? What is M O O R D? Mord. I don't know what that means. All right, so back to sports. <laughs> sports, so, sports, so sports, 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 sports. You know. <laughs> All right, so baseball is apparently going on. I know that because of the voter registration laws, there's some gay reason that they move the. The All Star Game out of Atlanta? Did that happen? Is like, and people are pissed about that, right? Um. So, in Georgia, they decided to tighten up their voter laws mm-hmm. to prevent um, the possibility of whatever fake and gay shit occurred in 2020 reoccurring. Sure. Sure. So. Oh, communism uh, is murder is what the sticker says. Okay, communism is murder. Nice. There we go. So, all right. That so, one's going on the back of my I, laptop for the, all the people at Starbucks to see. <laughs> Sorry. But back to so, sports, back uh, sports. this year, the MLB All-Star Game, also known as the Summer Classic, was oh, yes. uh, scheduled to be at the 
fairly new stadium in Atlanta where the Braves play. Oh, the Braves uh, got a new stadium. Nice. Uh, newish. It's, it's, I think it's been open for like about four years. Huh. Nevertheless, whatever it's, it, it exists. Sure. And the all-star game was supposed to, sure. Was it was going to have its inaugural there. all-star game, right? Probably have Chipper Jones show up. Oh, definitely Chipper Jones. Chipper will be Jones. There. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, the old, uh, Tom Glavin and I remember the old Mets when they were, I mean, not the old Mets, but the Braves. Well, you, you know who, you know who won't be there? John Rocker? No. The, the game Hank Aaron oh, because yeah. he decided <laughs> to take the meme vaccine uh, to, to, to try to convince other blacks to go well, take it and he died from it yeah I have another aside to go with that but let's finish up with uh, with uh, uh, with Puerto Rican ball uh, uh, Dominican uh, ball my bad sorry uh, okay What's, All right. isn't that um, baseball my nine Dominicans can beat your nine Dominicans uh, not always uh, the the highest the highest paid and best player in baseball is is a white dude from New Jersey named well, Mike Trout. Always will but be. That's a it's, different. That's, thing. that's baseball. That's always a, will be. Always will be. I, I, all right. I, I know baseball is like touching on your like the one thing that you still like. I get it. Well, it's it's just that like I don't care about the pageantry and the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like I I understand that all the people that own these teams are highly jewish mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. want me dead mm-hmm. uh the all-star game got moved by right. mlb where do they move it to over the voter law thing uh they mm, was it i am it i think they oh they moved it to colorado oh colorado where the okay. colorado rockies play okay um so because of that governor abbott uh, Hot Wheels, Governor Hot Wheels here in Texas. Right. He decided not to throw out the first pitch a couple days ago. Um, to get pushed up the uh, get pushed up the mound, you know, to uh, to lob one to roll into. Uh, oh God! You know, to lob one into ro- to, <laughs> to roll, roll one. Into, <laughs> Come on! Play. Did they roll them all the way up on the mound? That's kind of far for a guy in a wheelchair. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the yeah. catcher would have to be like, you know, he'd have to be like 20 feet away. It kind of reminded me of like a Family Guy sketch. Where like, yeah. he's rolling up and then he rolls down the back of the mound, then they roll back up, they roll back down the mound, he rolls up and rolls back down the mound. You know what I mean? I could kind of see that. See, I, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe Governor Hot Wheels can throw throw a straight strike. Maybe, you know? yeah. maybe his arms are. Maybe his arms are fucking jacked under, you know, underneath that blazer. Sure, from, sure. You know what? We the... are being very, we are being very ableist right now. This is a pretty. What was for this that? show? Well, for the, it's it's a made up term. It's an ism. It's a made up oh. ism. You know, yeah. But I mean, it's made up. I mean, all of them are made up. Racism is made up. All of that stuff's made up. Anti-Semitism. It's all made up. You know, none of that stuff's real. Listen, but it's a new. He one. wasn't. He, he wasn't born a cripple. A uh, a freaking oh, okay. branch fell on him. And he, that's okay, how he broke so he wasn't back. all right. He wasn't one of those kind of yeah. Okay, cool. He wasn't born that way, so it's not yeah. So, so he might have might have should have been a little more you know paying attention. He wouldn't be in the situation probably maybe. How much attention no. can you pay to a branch that's <laughs> no. high above you on your jogging route? Like Bro, I don't know. How do you know? How do you know it's about to? How do you know Dude, it's I, about to fall on you? I don't know. I, I assume Spidey there was senses. bad weather or some shit. Spidey senses don't jog. There, there you go. There's the there's is the the whole point is do not jog. Jogging is bad for you. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe if he wasn't, he didn't have like Blues Traveler blasting in the headphones. Sure. you know, he would have he would have noticed. How do you know it was Blues you know? Traveler though? Or it could have been Bare Naked Ladies. Okay. Either way, uh, he he decided because MLB moved the All Star Game that he wasn't going to participate in anything that MLB was doing. So oh. uh, instead, they 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 pulled out some widow of some first responder who oh, Jesus Christ. died of COVID to have them throw out the first pitch, the ceremonial first pitch. That's what they did instead. So <laughs> it, it's all just one big dog and pony show. But uh, part of the big to do about the Texas Rangers having their opening day is they were the only... I believe the only opening day ceremony in which they allowed full capacity in the stadium. And everybody was making a big negative deal about it. So basically he did the typical conservative thing where he did like some sort of uh, ceremonial thing that doesn't really make any, you know, make a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, I mean, there, there is nothing gained, nothing, there's right. nothing gained from right. he wasn't risking anything by doing that and he didn't really gain anything either a typical conservative play right there the safe yeah, play the safe play yeah and then he came out uh on twitter and announced that he was going to uh pass an executive order that banned vaccination passports right but only for government yeah it uh, seemed very based at like first yeah, like it still, it's it still leaves it up to corporations to decide whether they're going to have it or not. So, like, yeah. it was sort of just it was just this open half measure. Well, we talked about that, you know, on the outset of this whole COVID thing. Remember, I actually remember back when we were called conspiracy theorists for talking about that they were going to have vaccine passports, and now we're being called conspiracy theorists for saying that vaccine passports are a bad thing. It's funny how that goalposts just like, it's like they're in quicksand or something. They're not, they're not in concrete or anything, those goalposts. Um, but yeah, this is an arco tyranny. It's not going to be government, you know, enforced. It's going to be an arco tyranny. And it's always going to be like that. And, and that's, well, you know, that's the, uh, the oligarchy anyways, you know, you're, we're owned by Amazon and Walmart and target and all these, you know, other corporations as it is. They're the ones that are going to regulate whether you can uh, participate, you know, in society. And that's going to be whether or not you have that vaccine, which is uh, two shots of Pfizer or uh, two shots of Moderna or one shot of the Johnson and Johnson, you know, and, and you have all your stuff on record. And I honestly don't believe as a, as a passport thing, um, because you have to have, I guess, all your shit uploaded into the CDC thing. Uh, these people are talking about, you know, the fake you can print. The passports and you know fill them out yourself, so people are going to forge a lot of these things. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, so that's going to it's it, listen. It's it's so stupid. It's so on its face stupid, and right. I think it's another. I think it's another invented issue to create uh, 
a new form of red versus bl- red team versus blue team. Absolutely, it's the binary again. It's always the dichotomy. They always give you, you know, the choice. You get, you can be these people or you can be these people. You can hang out with this, or you can hang out with that. What was the song? You can be with this, or you can be with that. That's how it is. You know, I mean, like it's exactly the way it goes. You can be anti-vax or you can be pro-vax. You can be, you know. Pro vaccine passports, you can be anti vaccine passports. There's really no in between with any of this stuff. And it is red team, blue team. And at the end of the day, both teams are controlled by the same people. I don't believe you just made a black sheep reference. But uh, either way, uh, what we're talking about. <laughs> I can't believe you know here, the name of the rappers. What, what we're talking about here is they have decided to tie medical science to blue team. Mm hmm. Yes. To unperson anybody on red team that just wants to go about their normal daily lives. So now if you don't want a vaccine for something that purportedly from all the numbers has a 99.97 survivability rate. If you don't want to wear a mask, which is completely unnecessary and proven to absolutely do nothing. If you don't want to have a Q-tip shoved up your nose for a test that has been proven to be false positive more often than it has been actually positive. Right. Now they can slap the denier word on you. Mm-hmm. Now they can call you a science denier. Now also which implying is, germ theory is real. Right. Well, ab- right, Jack. Absolutely. Uh, um, and that is another layer of this. Uh, well, the blue team is, is actually, this is like classic blue team stuff. You know, because blue team is very, uh, they're religious. They're way more religious than the religious right is. It's just that their religion is science. Or and what they, they call science. What, right. Because what they, it's, what is it's, today's science. I made air quotes. I'm sorry. Choose, it's what science they choose to espouse. Mm. Because there's nothing, there's there's no scientific evidence that that putting kids on puberty blockers is good for them. Right, but that's the settled science is that kids should be allowed to take puberty blockers if they want to. That's the science. It's like, well, that's not actually science. That's like child abuse. Uh, well, back to the yeah, back, back to, the, to the sports thing. Yeah, well, actually, back to the sports thing. I forgot what I was going to say earlier. My aside, you were talking about Hank Aaron taking the COVID shot and dying. Then there was Marvin Hagler took the COVID shot and died uh, just recently. You know, Jimmy Hendrick, I mean, uh, Morgan Freeman just did a commercial where he says, I don't know why, but people trust me. And, you know, and they trust me and I trust science. So if you trust me, you'll trust science because I took the vaccine and I trust science. Like, there we go. There's your, there's your science people. You have an actor who is most likely a druggy guitar player from the 60s. And a rapist. And a rapist. Um, oh they, yes, the rapist. He uh, raped so, his daughter-in-law, right, or stepdaughter? Stepdaughter. Uh, I yeah. thought it was uh, step-granddaughter. Oh, step-grand- good Jesus well, Christ! Maybe all of them. Really? I don't know. Uh, so, are you familiar with the two teams, the two baseball teams in New York, the Metropolitans yes. and the Yankees? And the, yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah. All right. Well. The Mets said in a statement Thursday that fans must provide proof of a negative result from a PCR or antigen test, Mm -hmm. while the Yankees said guests will be required to take a test. 
Other health and safety measures include temperature checks, mask wearing, and social distancing. Even though the CDC just came out recently and said three feet is fine. Right, right. They six changed it from is, yeah. six feet to three feet. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay, uh, Mets owner Steve Cohen said, oh, oh, we're really excited about the season ahead and welcoming the best fans in baseball back safely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Got really Cuomo, interested. Governor Cuomo said that sport sporting events can open up in 20% capacity. Right. On that, you know, you know, this, yeah, Governor Cuomo said that. And Governor Cuomo is also the guy who said that uh, concentration camps are coming for COVID people. So, you know, and he also murdered a whole bunch of people's grandparents. So I'm not a real big fan of Governor Cuomo as it is. Anyways. Oh. Is he is he is he out of the tribe? He's not he in the tribe. The... He's married to that. He's married to that. No, nigger train. I mean, right? like, I mean, the Italian tribe. Oh, he, uh... I don't, I don't, I don't think they're really. I think they might be converso. No, I think they might actually be. You know, crypto. I don't think he's like legit Italian anyway. Okay. And then he has brother fucking Fredo. Fuck him too. Fredo. <laughs> Even if he is Italian, he's excommunicated. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Has there been a good governor of New York ever? Like, really? Hasn't been like some fucking crypto or actual kike. Only because of COVID do we even know of more than five governors. Well, right. Mostly, you know, like we said earlier, California, New York. And then whoever the big name governor, maybe Chicago or maybe Illinois, maybe, you know, maybe not always. Um, hey, Jack. Florida. Hey, Jack. Did, Jack, did you get the audio I asked for the last uh, two and a half minutes of that Tucker Carlson segment? I did not. I was at work. I can get that now. Go ahead, do that. I don't know. What, you, what is what audio is that? Well. Yeah, we're talking about governors, and mm-hmm. the oh, governor Arkansas? of Arkansas uh, we have, is in on. the news. Um, I have I have a 30-second clip from Twitter. Is this it? Listen to this. Let's just check this out. Check All this. right. I was told this week that the nation is looking at Arkansas because I have on my desk another bill passed by the General Assembly that is a product of the cultural war in America. I don't shy away from the battle when it is necessary and defensible, but the most recent action of the General Assembly, while well intended, is off course, and I must veto House Bill 1570. All right. So House Bill 1570, which bans gender transition procedures for minors. Preventing he, chemical castration right. of minors. Right. Prevent. Uh, yeah. Preventing chemical castration of minors, giving puberty blockers to minors. Preventing this. He he called it a product of the cultural war in America, and he can't abide by that, so he vetoed the bill. He he is a chemically castrated conservative. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Just an, just another one. Yep. And he went he went on Tucker last night, and and I know. 
Tucker is controlled opposition. He's got the little bracelet around his wrist. He might possibly even be a woman, but <laughs> he he took it to this guy last night because he's Weasley, and he and it, it's just such a simple thing. And it's just like with the the tranny in South Dakota, Christy Nome, who could have <laughs> prevented boys playing in women's sports, right? Just but the we can't sign have of that with, now, yeah, because supposedly that's just... the sign the sign of a bill, right? Right, right. Yeah, and um, he had such a he 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 evoked Ronald Reagan in his in his defense, oh boy. and he also evoked you know I know you're a strong conservative. Well, this is a it, it is conservative to blah 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 blah. You know, for, for government not to stick its nose where it doesn't belong. This is and and Tucker brought up a good point. Well, well. Okay, so can eighteen-year-old kids, you know, can kids younger than eighteen start having sex? Can kids younger than eighteen start smoking? You know, the government's already poked its nose into many situations where, when it comes to kids, sure, they can't drink, they can't, you know, they can't vote, they can't buy guns, they can't buy, they can't buy porn, they can access the shit yeah. out of it on the internet, you- but they can't buy it. You can't buy yeah. You can't you know, cigarettes. You can't buy. You can't chemically dip. castrate yourself until you're a legal adult. How about right, that? Right. Yeah, that's, okay. If you're thing, if right. you're really bound this to is... determined if if you're really bound to determine to destroy your body, then at least we're gonna at least wait until sure. you're 18 years old because it may be a fucking phase that you grow no, but, out of. Dogbot, don't you understand? Yo, you, don't you understand? You, this is just gonna be just like back alley abortion clinics, you know. I wonder how many to. of those there really were. None. That were likely for, none. That weren't for prostitutes. Right, right. Most likely none. Um. Again, I think that's you know projection. Uh, if they were, they were Jews. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It's always so, it's always the point zero one percent that we're doing this law for. You know. Absolutely. And like you were just saying, like, you know, the, the government has already stuck its nose and both hands into quite a few things that minors, you know, can and can't do and whatever. So uh, this actually, in my opinion, might be something that government is absolutely in the right to intervene in and to intercede here. This is something that it, I believe government regulation might be necessary. And then fuck you, libertarians. In a like, serious country, in yeah, a serious it, country, we would have a government that would care about that because right. we would have a family-centered, it, we, we would have family-centered policies that would make this stuff absolutely like something you would have to go to Europe to go do. Sure, but we we don't live in a serious country. No, we so we well we, we don't we live in a country. Let's be, team, stop. We can't even stop, get red stop. team guys. Hang on, stop. Yeah, we we don't even live in a country. Let's be on a serious, unserious, whatever. We don't live in a country to begin with. Yep. Yeah. And that's and that's wide strip mall with really bad management. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it management because, like, the management. Well, I guess you know how. It, well, do you know how like the disinterested manager of the store just kind of lets the shit go? Like when you go to a shitty establishment, you're like, "Well, this is management's fault." And you can see the manager like not paying attention to anything and whatever. Um, because the manager has like another job maybe that they're going to start in two days kind of a thing. <laughs> I feel like that's how management here is. That sounds like a very specific event that you're talking about. It, okay. So I might've done something like that. Um, <laughs> I mean, who hasn't been in that position? Right, right. You've got another position. You're going to make a whole lot more money, but you wanted to finish out the week so you could, you know, get that money too. Now, anyway, um, 
What was I going to say? Yeah. So the management here, they're not invested in the people whatsoever. You know, um, it's painfully obvious. It's been obvious for decades that management is not interested. You know, they don't work for the people. You know, people are always like, oh, they work for us. No, they don't. No, they don't. They never have. Never have. Uh, we're going to talk about that on Friday. Are we doing that on Friday, right? We're going to do the uh, the book review. Um, well, I I had something come up that I wanted to talk to you about with okay. after the show. But, okay. Okay. We'll just um, we'll do off the show stuff. So, but, um, well, I mean, I could I could I could mention it now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know the the turf that mm-hmm. I've been in email correspondence with. Yes. Uh, she was recently deplatformed from both YouTube and Twitter, oh. and uh, I think she would be interested in in coming on. But I, I'm not sure if we want to do that Friday or maybe next uh, next Tuesday. But e- either way, I it's it's becoming a definite thing. Okay, let's do let's talk about it after. And uh, Jack, make sure we don't forget about that after the show. That's cool. Um. But what I was saying is... And it's is, on this very subject. Yeah, it really is. You know, no, it really is. Like yeah, this trans stuff. The, the, the TERFs are on the forefront of defending girls from being uh, from being victimized by this sort of thing and from uh, men who are pretending to be women mm-hmm. uh, in, interfering with their lives and taking over the things that are... The, the places that they have spent the time to create for themselves in this awful, awful industrial society. Well put, and you have trannies like Christy Nome shooting that shit down. <laughs> well, it, it think think about it from like a turf's perspective. Let's say you're a turf that is into women, degenerate, fine, whatever. But you have a a dating app that is supposed to be for this for lesbians specifically for, for lesbians right right and then you're going through it and it's all dudes and wigs right because that's like we've said before the only point of a lesbian trans woman is because they couldn't get laid as a man at all literally and this is just a way for them to get some sort of sex whatsoever they, they couldn't play competitive mode they had to go on casual <laughs> right and Due to the uh, political and social climate, I believe that sometimes they might actually be more successful pressuring these these women into actual actual women into actually having sex with them. You know what I mean? Because social pressures and stuff of you know having I, I, sex with them. I wonder how much that actually works. Yeah, I mean, I'm, dude, but, uh, women are fucked up. There's a lot bro. of videos that these that these. Uh, these dudes who think they're women that they put on YouTube where they're chastising straight men and lesbian women for not wanting to sleep with them. Sure. Yeah. You know, like, like it, it, and you know, trying to make it, uh, trying, trying to make it a social stigma for a straight person to not want to have right. sex with a dude who has an ax wound. Right. I'm sure, I'm sure quite a few, Well, the thing is, I'm sure a lot of those dudes don't have ax wounds. I yeah, think a it, lot no, of them yeah, are they, literally just just Rachel Levine, Richard Levine, you know, grew her, grew his hair out and is wearing a dress, still has his dick. You know what I mean? A lot of them are that. A lot of them are that. The ones that actually go through the demonic process of 
changing themselves physically, like you know, like the the voice therapy that we listened to that video a couple weeks ago, and yeah. the, uh, the the you know, the actual cutting of the penis off and all that stuff. Like I think that those are in the minority as opposed to just straight up semi balding dudes in lipstick and a dress. You know, there's a lot more of those I think than than are actually cutting off their dicks. There's still, you know, more than there should be. Because <laughs> one is too many. <laughs> just, uh, oh, update I, on the uh, the bill in Arkansas. Uh-huh. The House legislature over overrode the veto. So just like Governor Hot Wheels not rolling up to the mound to to lob one to home plate. This guy did a symbolic ostrich head in the sand thing by vetoing a bill that he could have just signed and moved on. Right, but now he has, you know, Pontius piloted his way out of it. I, uh, I I'm struggling with the analogy there, but I, I get I, I get what you're he saying. He like washed his hands of it. He's like, look, I've I tried to veto it, you know. I did my thing. You guys wanted it, obviously. The woke, he, you know, he was, he was trying to be on the woke side of the bagel. He's a Republican, right? Uh, he is a conscience conservative. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So he did the, he did the woke thing, and was like, I just can't, in good conscience, do this. And then it got. They, you know, the veto got vetoed, and he's like, you know, hey, well, I tried. You know, maybe it was more like, well, I tried, as opposed to Pontius Pilate. My bad. I bet he has a Discord server. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Um, that's enough of that stuff. Maybe the turf. Yeah, we get the turf to come on and talk about Bigfoot. Wait, we're gonna have to mention a couple things, Spoopy, to see. How the ter- how a turf reacts to yeah, for sure, spoopy dude. stuff for sure absolutely we can't just have everyone talk about the trans stuff you know nobody likes the trans stuff dog but remember oh apparently that's the only thing we're into now yes it's all we do yeah. it's, all, it's all we do oh we in the shape of our realm yeah well according to Eric Dubay um, we just talk about old buildings. Oh, which, you know, the fact that Eric Dubay has an opinion on the show is kind of cool in and of itself. Uh, but <laughs> but no, Eric, we, we do more than that. Apparently, he just listened to it like uh, he just caught maybe the Asylums episode or something. It's interesting. I mean, that was that was a great episode. Yeah, it, of course it was. All those episodes were great. You know, like the Tartarian stuff and the buildings and the impossible architecture. All that stuff's great. Spoopy, spoopy. We do, we're like in, uh, we're like in all angles, you know, we give you a little bit of everything and it's not our fault that the tranny thing is so in your face in the year, current year plus six. Is it current year plus six? Current year plus five. Oof. It's been that long. I think it's six. Yeah. No, it was 20. When did John Oliver start doing that current year bullshit? Was it 2015? It was like I thought it was tail end of 2015, but okay. I could be wrong. Okay, so it's, we're pushing six years. So it's current year plus six. Wow, wow. 
Wow, just wow. Not wow, but wow, just wow. All right. What else we got? We, uh, we're done with sports. We're done with, are we done with politics? Did we do spoopy politics? We have more sports. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, the sports went into the politics. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. It always does. You can't separate the two. Everything's politicized nowadays, whether it's art, politics, music. Everything is. Uh, what else we got? Uh, speaking of politics, so what's this Capitol riot defendant alleges beating by jail guards? Oh, I was I was hoping you would bring that up. Yes. Yes. So the Capitol riot defendants, now they're calling it a riot. It's not an insurrection anymore. Uh, apparently, tensions are running high between guards and inmates at the D.C. jail housing many of the defendants in the January 6th cases, with at least one of these prisoners alleging that he was brutally beaten by corrections officers. Hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, they have like no human contact all day. Right, right. I guess yeah, one they, of them is blind in one eye and has a skull fracture. Holy shit. Yeah, another defendant, Ryan Samsel, was severely beaten by correctional officers, is now blind in one eye, has a skull fracture and a detached retina. Now, do... Oh, my God. Sandlin said the guards tackled to the ground one high-profile prisoner, Richard Barnett. Richard Barnett was the guy who had his foot up on uh, Nancy Pelosi's desk. One of, the gods, one of the guards had declared to him, I hate all white people and your honky religion. See, I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe it. I don't believe, it, believe any of this but stuff is At the same time, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm not going to be surprised if this stuff is actually going on. But considering how we feel about you know what happened on on the sixth, you know whether it was real, whether it was fake and gay. I mean, obviously it was fake and gay. Um, they were let in and all the, all that stuff. Now they're now here comes more political theater. You know, they give the harsh conditions of the 23-hour-a-day isolation. Um, you know, with the lockdown, man, a lot of people are under 23-hour isolation. <laughs> it's It's been a long time since anybody's used honky or cracker right. in my direction. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I've never, like, I've always just been amused by those. Like, I know that they're supposed to be charged words with power for them to, to say such things, you know, like it's, and it's, they just don't really, I just don't really care. Yeah. You know? Like, it's funny. Like I, I'll, I'll never find it again, but there was this really pathetic list of new racial slurs for white people that they, that some people had made on Twitter. Oh Lord. I think I saw that. And I, I don't They're even remember terrible. any of They're them. They're always terrible. They're so, they were all so sad and forgettable. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember a single one on the list. Um, like people are, you know. Of course, you've got some of the leftists. I told you, you guys, that uh, the little old lady electrician that I was working with. Uh, apparently, she she's no longer on the job. She left, but uh, somehow, the first day on the job, I was talking to her, and she went from. COVID's out there killing people to Donald Trump is personally responsible for six deaths on January 6th. And 
like those people were terrorists and like she like went off about this stuff. So she's like a fully dyed in the wool, full shit lib uh, Democrat blue team. And um, there are people who, who, you know, hear this stuff. They hear this stuff about the people being, quote, mistreated in the jails. And they're like, well, they deserved it. You know, they deserve it because they were insurrectionists against the United States government. They deserve this stuff. You know, they deserve the torture. They deserve the uh, Guantanamo treatment. What did they stop again? Like what? They stopped like them assembling for an afternoon. Didn't all what? didn't all the business just resume that evening? But yeah, like so they didn't like so. I, I'm just I'm just shocked at how little people understand about how government works on the fake level much this less is, the real level this like is the, the fake the fake level that these representatives get together and actually govern you know is 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 pretty amusing but but to think that they were even deterred from doing the dog and pony show that is the air quotes representing mm-hmm. i mean the, the theater that they give do me a for break. c-span I, oh yeah. I, I, and the most notoriously well-armed demographic of the country 30 to 50 year old white men showed up with no firearms sure not a not so, a weapon not a single weapon uh the only injury because of weapons was the quote shooting of ashley babbitt and that was by a dc you know a capital police officer so these people like that one guy is literally in jail for putting his foot on Nancy Pelosi's desk. If this is, you know, if this is true, if this is in fact, you know, what's going on. He's charged with entering the Capitol armed with a stun gun. I did not know about this stun gun. Even so, he's a 60-year-old white man who probably owns quite a few rifles. Probably. Oh, that, that 60-year-old white dude definitely uh, wrestled away a taser away from a, a D.C. guard. He was probably 21, 25. Right. You know, seems legit. Oh, Sam. Well, if the, if, if the D.C. guards look anything like some of the National Guards that were sitting in the rotunda before the inauguration, then, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not necessarily a shock. Okay, so that's, that's a valid point. So the guy who's alleging all this stuff, his name is Ronald Sandlin. Okay. He's the inmate. He's the guy who took pictures of himself smoking a joint in the rotunda. Remember that? Yeah. So this is the guy who's telling all the, uh, you know, this reminds me of, he's the, um, remember the, the coke head from Die Hard? Remember the guy who was like, you know, I'll tell you everything you need to know and you end up getting killed? Yeah, that's uh, my my friend Ma Deuce, uh on Twitter liked using that guy a lot as yeah. his profile picture. Marcus. Yeah. Yes, that guy. But that—that's who this is. He's like he's gonna give the story, you know, to the to the, uh, or he's gonna be the guy who intercedes, you know, talks to the to the bad guys or the press or whatever. But, anyways, I don't know. I don't believe this story. I, I, I mean, is this real? Are they really in jail? Are these people really in jail, or is this just another thing like just Lane Maxwell? Who, by the way, is supposedly do we have any pictures? Who, by the way, is supposedly still in jail? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was the last Aaron. thing on her was 
her testimony couldn't be released because it was just too salacious. Come on. Like, it's retarded. All right. Uh, for anyone to think charges a capital riot or got what Mr. Samuel got what he deserved, I say get down from your mountaintop. The hypocrisy in that air is distorting your vision. Either we live in a democracy that believes in due process and equal justice before the law, or we do not. Well, we actually do not live in a democracy because democracy is not, you know, the United States is not supposed to be a democracy. We're supposed to be a constitutional republic, right? That's the, uh, that's the well-touted conservative line. Right, right. What it really is is an oligarchy, a shadow oligarchy. But... Anyway, yeah, where's this boop there? Other than that's fake and gay. Well, because we meant we because we did episode zero on oh, yeah, the yeah. on the on this entire fake and gay event. So True. this is sort of like this is sort of just an during the season update on the fake and gayness of the January sixth thing. Yeah, speaking of updates on fake and gay stuff, because this you know that's this is a pretty decent update. Um, the Derek Chauvin trial. So apparently now, the knee was in his back; it wasn't on his neck. Um, I guess Stephen Crowder did the challenge today. He took ten minutes of a knee to the back. He survived. Oh, was, I thought you were about to say he took ten minutes of something else to the back. Yeah, I. Oh, uh, you that, mean that he, no? He didn't do the me. Gavin. He didn't. He did not do the uh, the Gavin McInnes. So. I don't know. Yeah. I saw I saw the picture of him on the ground, and the first thing I thought of was uh, to scream at the cops. You know, stop! Don't give him the cavity search. That's exactly what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> ah. It's all a trick. It's all, yes, <laughs> he hit he hit that matchbox car in the condom up there. <laughs> oh no! Gross! Come on! Matchbox car in the condom. But there's a lot of stuff. Um, there I'm is... sorry. Was that a jackass bit? Where where did I pull that? Where did I pull yeah, that? Yeah, that that was, I think uh, that was a jackass. jackass this is a Steve-O thing, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They went and got the uh, the X-ray. Yeah. Yeah, and now Bam's fat. Bam God. looks just like his dad, which was destined to happen anyway. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Every, um, every dude I knew that had like a a fat, like almost gross looking dad like that. Mm-hmm. Ended up looking. Yeah, just they like all him. said, "I'm never gonna, I'm, I'm never gonna let myself go like my dad." Right. I've run into some of them. Yeah. They have not. It happened. They have not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they have not pre- done. They couldn't the prevent the genetics, the genetics from overriding their destiny. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, this didn't age well. Right. Well, my dad was a big guy. For you. For you. Yeah. The way his nickname was Moose and stuff, and he was a big, heavy set dude. And I, always, you know, he he had health problems because of it. I do my best. I was gonna make I was gonna make a CPAP mask Bane joke, but I just couldn't really figure out a way of doing it. <laughs> I actually was borderline needing a CPAP mask at one point, and then I quit drinking. It's amazing. Your breathing changes when you're sleeping like a normal human being. Drinking's bad for you. It really is. It really is. You're slowly poisoning yourself with ethyl alcohol. I know I just alienated uh, 85% of 
our audience, but with that statement, but Whatever. it's true. Whatever. It is true. It is true. Oh, and the, the IPA beer y'all are drinking is giving you tits. No, I don't think anybody's drinking IPAs anymore. I think everybody's off of that. We are fully aware that the Bugman IPA trend happened a long time ago. And yeah, no. I think a lot of our guys. Y'all best be, y'all best be drinking bourbon right now. Yeah, bourbon or like, you know, non hoppy stuff because the hoppy stuff is where the man boobs. Jack, come with from. your Jack, with your experience with trucks, you don't need to be drinking anything. Yes, this is true. Whether on top of or underneath. See, I, I crashed the truck because I wasn't drunk driving. All right, we're not doing this. We're not having this discussion. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Oh boy. Um. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we have the Tucker. Okay, so we do have the Tucker. Do you want to listen to that? Do we care anymore? I don't think we care anymore. I, I do. I, I, I think I think people should should hear a Weasley guy try to defend himself when it comes to the transgender industrial complex. Okay, so the last hey, two minutes you of this. want to listen to. You said the last two minutes? About the last two and a half minutes. Okay. Let's ten. Yeah, so we'll start at eight minutes. It's ten and a half minutes. All right, let's do this. These are difficult decisions. Do you want to listen to the medical profession? Do you want to listen to professional counselors? Do you want to listen to parents? Or do you want to leave all these decisions to uh, the legislators that come from all different kinds of background? Yes, they're elected to represent you, but they do not necessarily make the right judgments for parents and for doctors in the most sensitive issues. Then, and so, then, sure, why are, well, then, pro- why are we regulating the behavior of children at all if we're allowing children to decide? And by the way, I read a study today that showed the overwhelming majority of kids who do not take life-altering hormones in the end decide not to, quote, transition to a new sex. So th- there's a lot going on here. But I'm, I'm asking as a, as a conservative, you just incited, invoked Ronald Reagan as if he were for chemical castration of children. What other behavior should we not use the power of the state to regulate among kids? Seriously. Well, Why you debate it every time. And so, look, Tucker, you want to keep talking or you want me to answer a question? Tucker, I sincerely whenever want you to you, answer. Well, thank you. And so whenever you, whether it's, it's beer for minors, these are all issues that you have to address the legislature. You make judgment calls on it. But... We also try to restrain ourselves as conservatives and say we don't have to be involved in every issue. And if you want to broaden the party, if you want to get back to the principles, then let's at least think through in a reasoned way as to whether this is the right bill to interfere with parents' and doctors' decisions on a health care matter, as you pointed out, has does not have thorough research in every area. And so I yield to that, but and you, whenever you look at this you, bill, in my veto You yield to the lack of, of research. Really quick, 10 years ago, if somebody had said, hey, Asa Hutchinson, you're going to be governor of Arkansas, and you're going to veto a bill that would have protected children from chemical castration, what do you think you would have said? Well, just like I said today, if you're talking about a reassignment surgery, I would have signed that bill in a minute. But whenever you're talking about maybe less than 200 kids in Arkansas that's currently on hormone treatment and they are immediately cut off without having a grandfather clause in this legislation, I don't think that's treating those kids or their parents or their yeah. health care providers fairly or equally. All right. Don't forget the health care providers. The conservative position. Okay. Governor, thanks. I appreciate you coming on. 
I forgot one of the parts that he said in there that made me so incredulous when I heard it. What was that? Broaden the party. Yes. Broaden the party. Like, are you kidding me, dude? You think, uh, do, okay, we, I, I believe in big tent conservatism. I, I want all the chemical castration parents to co- come Log in here with their Munchausen by proxy syndromes. Yeah, we, we don't want to alienate the, those 200 parents. Yes. You know, like, like, never mind alienating the millions of people that are completely against it. We got to get those 200 in here. Right. We, we want them well, instead. Like, that, okay, that, that shows you how fake and gay politics are when a Republican governor thinks that you're going to broaden the party by uh, letting parents uh, engage in their Munchausen by proxy syndrome. And probably, uh, uh, listen, the hormone therapy is a component to these parents eventually they, they are usually pretty well off uh usually yeah most doing of the mothers what are Jazz awful. jennings parents did to her did to him and that's uh chop it off and and stick a dilator in there oh, god those poor kids spoiler alert those 200 parents aren't gonna vote for you right there there's they're that ever, first of all that is ever, typical ever, conservative ever, ever that is typical conservative thing is, is to pander to a group of people that will never, ever, ever vote for you. That's, that's, that's like standard conservative 101 shit right there. Yeah, but I, I listen. I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, they played a Tucker clip on here. I Listen, it's the it's the subject matter that's important here. Y- any any of you that have bothered to read Scott Howard's book, The Transgender Industrial Complex, will see that this is this is more than just uh, this is more than just corporate malfeasance. This is also collusion with people who have been elected to supposedly represent us that continue to allow these things to progress faster and farther than any normal person would have ever thought possible. Right. Right. And this is what the agenda is. And, th- and this is and this is where it comes from. And it's being you know, the conservatives again are gonna push the agenda from their own their own way. They're just they don't wanna be called bigots, you know, they don't wanna be racist, they don't wanna be um what's the word? They don't they don't wanna be anti LGBTQPIAP you well, know. One of my favorite analogies I heard was uh the progressives are going to rape you but it's going to be the conservatives that hold your shoulders down well the conservatives are going to be like look you don't want to be rude yeah just 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 let it happen we're not like this this is not what we do okay this is not republican politics republican politics is we understand we're getting fucked in the ass but we are at least you know not racist about it we're going to do it legally yes legally with due process God. Yep. And again, what, you know, what this are, is why I go back effects? to what are what are the effects to kids that are already on these hormone treatments that get cut off? They probably start regular puberty. I would assume. I'm, cur- I'm curious to know what the medical side effects are of coming uh, off of them when you're in the middle of hormone treatment. Just just suddenly going, just suddenly saying no more. I saw Do, is it- a. Do you remember seeing that uh, video? It might have been a TikTok, actually. Somebody might have—I think somebody posted it in the Telegram—and it was a girl that had been taking uh, puberty blockers and testosterone, and she transitioned back to being a girl. She got off them. I don't know where where she did it. 
Well, I, I, like what level I've seen a lot. I've seen a couple detransitioning uh, videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. but uh, like there, he's talking about two hundred families, right? In a sure. state, uh, sure. Jack, what can you can you find the total population of the state of Arkansas? I believe it's like two and a half million, something like that. It's not very. Right? It's not very many people. And there's okay, two hundred. So families. we're talking about two hundred families. Let's say those two hundred families. Kids, boys, boys and girls are on hormone therapy. That's how many kids you said? Two hundred. One from prior each to family. 18. One from each family. Two hundred kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they they get cut off today. Sure. Right. Uh, it's not like heroin, right? Where your body goes into convulsions and uh, you have or, or like or, or like alcoholism, right? Where you could go into DTS, right? Right. The population's just over three million. Okay. By the way. Okay. Wow. That I, I I'm not I'm not good at fractions, but what's a uh, three hundred over three million? Two hundred. <laughs> no, that's a uh, one. One hundred thousand. That's one one hundred thousandth of, of a the population. One hundred thousandth of the population. Okay. That is a tiny infinitesimal no, amount what, of your population, right? One one millionth. Of the population, no, yeah, I, I, I'm. Either way, one one thousandth of the population that's never going to vote for you. Yeah, that is point zero 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 six six seven percent. Damn, so close to that six six six. Yeah, well, it is. It's just a six 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 repeating, but that's what the seven comes from. Um. Yeah, that's a very infinitesimal amount of your population that you're really worried about there, Ace. Isn't his name Ace? Uh, it's, it's Hutchinson. Ace Hutchinson. I don't know. Ace Hutchinson. Yeah, I apparently, don't know. apparently he did an Ace math. Oh, no. I'm so glad you're on tonight, Jack. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Thanks for that, Jack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, Ace Hutchinson... Where, you know, he won't openly say like Joe Biden that he wants more transgender kids. Uh, he'll just veto bills that, you know, allow more transgender kids. Just, you know, same politics, just different angle. All right. Politics are fake and gay. Speaking of, nah, it's not a CQ. All right. We're going to take a break. We've got. I got a good song. Yeah. Another. Uh, what is it? Swarm theory. Swarm intelligence. Swarm intelligence. That's what it is. Power corrupts. The breakdown on this is one of my favorites. Uh, people might want to uh, be careful how loud that they have it. Oof. Okay, it's bad for your speakers. Well, uh, it just it it might be shocking. Oh, okay. All right, we're gonna listen to "Power Corrupts" by Swarm Intelligence, and we'll be back. <laughs> Thank you. 
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies Presents the Nationalist Inquirer with Dogbot and Jack. I'm still Johnny. Uh, we're we're going over the news and newsy type, spoopy type stuff. Uh, not much spoop in the first hour. Sorry about that. But well, this is the Nationalist Inquirer, and right, we're right. going to get into right. different the, pages. The back. You know? Now we're getting into the back section of the paper. Where all the fun Science? stuff is. Science. Yeah. And uh, discoveries. Yes. Let's do... Um, let's see. Let's do, Yes. Can blood from young people slow aging? So we're we're doing uh, Alex Jones's right again stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, Bill Hicks was right again. Speaking of that... Bill um, Hicks was right again. Bill Hicks was right again. I found a recording of Reinhardt and I... It was supposed to be released. Uh, it was just like a, just kind of like like an extra hour of content, and it was before we had gotten into the Bill Hicks Alex Jones thing. And I made a reference to Bill Hicks uh, and his comedy and stuff. It was pretty funny. I like listening to. It, I was like, huh. Other other things like uh, opinions have changed a little bit. On it's pretty pretty funny to listen to older stuff. Yeah, uh, listen, we we evolve on here. Yeah. Absolutely. And we always admit it too. If our if an opinion on something becomes more nuanced or changes at all, uh we let you know. The only thing we haven't really moved on at all is our take on COVID and the fact that literally everybody on your television is a tranny. Um <laughs> But yeah. So Rich people in Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley strikes again. Silicon Valley has bet billions that blood from young people can slow aging. There's a company called Griffles from Spain. And apparently they set off a kerfluffle. That is actually in the article, the word kerfluffle. I would like to talk about that for a second. Like, Who uses the term kerfluffle? Um, uh, coffee ladies. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Like, uh, like northeastern coffee ladies. Yeah. Boomers. Wine, wine boomer moms. Yeah. Fair enough. The same. The same ones that would say for klempt. Nah, Jewish. I don't think Jews say kerfluffle. Kerflempt is a very Jewy word. My grandmother used to say shenanigans. Uh, I That's an Irish that thing. It's an Irish yeah. thing. Shenanigans. Yeah. And finagle. Oh, finagle was a word in my house quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Finagle, renig. My dad used to always say, "Don't be a renigger." <laughs> and you know, and the eye roll would happen from mom because it's the N word, but not really. It's a legit word, you know. So, um. All right. Anyways, with the, with the blood so back to the stuff. blood. I'm reading so, this thing. So Brigham Young University, um, what the hell? Okay, so when well, it doubled, to hack the biology of aging. Yeah, no, 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 no. This COVID part though, where they nearly doubled the going price for blood donations for COVID nineteen treatment trial. Brigham Young University in Idaho had to threaten some enterprising students with a suspension to keep them from intentionally trying to contact COVID nineteen. Okay, so now this same firm that was involved in this COVID trial is involved, okay, in this aging thing. Huh. 
And so there's this this company bought another company that does uh, research on mice on the restored effect uh, restorative effects of younger blood on mice on elderly mice interesting well they they first tried they first tried testing on roundworms yeah uh, they thought they they thought they they had they thought that they had a uh, you know gotten a lot of information from that and then they went on to twins and they found out that 30% of longevity in humans could be attributed to genetics. Well, obviously. I mean, I think it's probably more than 30%, but yeah. You know, uh, in humans, they say insulin is the hormonal signal that cues our cells to absorb sugar and convert to energy, along with closely related hormone Insulin-like growth factor one, insulin affects a large number of other cellular processes, which includes the rate of cellular division, which many believe is directly related to aging. So when they dial this down, then they can reduce the amount of aging. And they can do this by infusing with younger blood, i.e. vampirism. Right. This is just scientific vampirism. So, again, you know, it's just, you know, things that, things that are older and folklore, right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being reinvented through science to create what would look like to people in the past, basically, magic or witchcraft, or maybe that is still what it is. Yeah, I mean... Isn't that magic just, you know, science that we don't understand? Yeah, so like the new the the the, the new anti-aging drugs that are FDA approved. So oh, obviously. hey, if the government approves it then it's got to be good, man. Sure. Like, well, they haven't like approved the masks. Pfizer shot. They haven't approved the the COVID vaccines yet. Well, it it influences the body's sensitivity to insulin and can have an effect on the pace of metabolism and energy expenditure. If studies now underway confirm its efficacy, uh, it would, and it wins approval, it would create an entirely new regulatory category of drugs that, rather than treating specific diseases, will work to prevent our bodies from deteriorating further once we have already developed one. So... We, you develop diabetes, these drugs would help reduce the amount that diabetes starts to wear away at you, or like mm-hmm. MS, something like that, I guess is the, uh, is the, is the purported goal here. Yeah, well, what happened originally with this longevity thing, um, was this, that was with the roundworms in the mice. That's gross. It was a caloric intake restriction. So people would be on a 1600 calorie a day diet for like 30 years. And these people live a lot longer. But that, now we're getting more into biohacking. So we want to find out, you know, how we can do, how we can live longer. These old people, you'd be surprised. You know, they said you, you'd be surprised how much, how much, uh, how many people, excuse me, are interested in investing in this kind of kind of thing. Longevity. I'm not surprised at all. 
like living longer is something that greedy rich people always have wanted to do, right? Live forever. Keep your money. Yeah. <laughs> so, huh. So what they're saying, uh, the adaptation, so something about, yeah, because our, our, um, our genes are different nowadays. We have an adaptation. So uh, prehistoric times, because of evolution, here's the, here's the, here's the reasoning. Prehistoric times create, uh, excuse me, consisted of long periods of scarcity punctuated by precious windows of abundance. Since there was no telling how long the good times would last, our ancestors evolved the ability to grow and build fat and muscle as quickly as possible. A feast triggered the body to release insulin and IGF-1 which allowed our cells to begin absorbing glucose and spurred them to pour energy into cellular reproduction and regeneration for as long as our insulin levels remain high. Um, so when calories are no longer easily available, our bodies adjusted by lowering insulin, insulin and IGF cue for our cells to slow down reproduction and instead divert energy into uh, processes most likely to facilitate survival through the cold lean times. So... Basically, I don't know. Uh, it's our diet, right? That base that that is, is a lot of this. Like when we eat and how much we eat and for how long you live. But but these anti aging drugs now they're they're the the blood the blood thing. So they're doing that. That comes from mice. And so I guess they're gonna um yeah just take blood from from young people. You know, hey, why not? Vampires. Right? Vampires, yeah. But dude, dude, aging drives Disney disease, right? So that's the point. If we stop aging, it stops driving disease. This is what one of the guys who's studying this stuff says. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. If we stop aging, it stops driving disease. So uh I guess a, a few years back in the early aughts, uh, molecular biologists, they discovered a way to manipulate the aging process by uh, breeding strains of yeast, fruit flies, and worms to live longer by sequencing the genomes and uh, working backwards on these hardy strains to uh, identify whatever variants that, that seem to um, be associated with the increased longevity. So they found this stuff called mTOR, and and now they use it in an anti-aging drug called rapamycin, which is undergoing clinical trials, which they put 30,000 dogs, or excuse me, they enrolled 30,000 dogs at the University of Washington in their canine aging study. So 500 dogs got picked. Or they plan to, excuse me, they plan to, because it's still, these are the trials. So they're trying it on dogs to see how long, how much longer Dogs will live by using this uh, rapamycin. Interesting. I guess they're looking for control knobs in your DNA. So here we go. Um, we have RNA vaccines with COVID. We have these people trying to manipulate your DNA to live longer. Whether, you know, actually manipulating your DNA or uh, making your body produce different enzymes that, you know, help you live longer or whatever. Um, but a lot of these, you know, they come from the blood of younger Younger people. <laughs> Vampires. I mean, there's really no other way to put it, man. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. 
So, uh, from roundworms to pube worms. Ah, yes, pube worms. Pube worms. Uh, we were calling them morgellons last week yes. because of the because it, that's a common term. But this is different than the morgellons disease that people have been seeing under their skin. The stuff that we're seeing, citizen scientists. Yes. The stuff that we're seeing uh, them put under their scopes. They're digital scopes that are connected to their laptops mm-hmm. or actual microscopes that they're taking footage of the, uh, you know, from the, from the lens. You know, these things, uh, they're, they're like, they look like black pubes and they react to breath. They move around as if alive. Uh, we don't know what they are. They're graphene strands. I don't think so. You don't think they're, you don't believe, you don't believe that article? No. No, I don't believe it at all. I, 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 okay. I the the stuff reacts. Uh, right, but that's I'm trying to find the article. Hang on a second. Hang on. There's an article about that specific thing, and I believe Skull even talked about it. Uh, let me go to the channel. Pretty sure, Jack. We were talking about this before DB got on earlier, right? Okay. Yeah. There it is. There it is. So, um. Enough to make your hair curl. Moisture-responsive graphene fibers can be prepared by the position laser reduction of graphene oxide counterparts. When exposed to moisture, the asymmetric fibers display complex, well-controlled motion deformation in a predetermined manner. These fibers can function not only as a single-fiber walking robot under humidity alteration, but is also, but excuse me, but also as a new platform for woven devices and smart textiles. Moisture-responsive graphene. Yeah. So basically, what you're looking at is what they're calling moisture-responsive graphene, and the a lot of mask companies that use graphene and it's actually i believe even on their uh ingredients list or whatever uh so graphene is supposedly a fiber that is responsive to humidity hence the breathing on it thing that's the occam's razor cope i don't I don't fucking buy it. I, I don't want this shit crawling around in me. I don't either. I mean, like, it's. I don't a, want fucking pube worms crawling around in bro, my fucking brain. Right. Even if, even if it is, you know, a single fiber thing that's just moving and doesn't have any sort of programming, it's just reacting to humidity. I don't want it in me. Fuck that. Yeah. N- nope. But yeah, so this is what. Supposedly, the Morgellons fibers are is they are moisture responsive graphene fibers. I don't, I don't fucking buy it. I just saying. How about the CDC using the NPC meme? Oh my god, that was like, I, I, I don't know what. What to say about that other than, you know, they're shoving their little circumcised schmeckle in your face again. It's, they're doing the bit. Like, right there, they're calling you NPCs. Look at it. They know what NPC means. They know that they know that humans of flat design gets under people's skin. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and they, yeah, they, I forgot about that is, that is the NPC meme in the humans of flat design art style. 
which is worse than the yeah it, it's the it's the worst it really is the, were you on Twitter the weekend uh, the NPC thing took off I believe I got banned the week before and I missed it and I was mad I couldn't get off of I couldn't get off of Twitter that Sunday <laughs> I had shit to do that Sunday I did mm-hmm. not do it because it was really entertaining. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, it, I can imagine the outrage. Because the the parroted talking points of these different NPCs mm-hmm. to to stuff that people who are real, really, 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 really team blue, like they it, they could not distinguish. They just could not distinguish them from from their their own supporters. And I think the best one that I saw was the Colin Kaepernick NPC. Like that was that was my favorite of all the NPC avies that that popped up. I had that saved in a folder for a little while. That one was funny. It was just NPC with an afro and I think like a chin strap, but it, it was supposed to look like Colin Kaepernick. It it was really good. I remember I remember that weekend. It was a good weekend on Twitter for those people. I didn't get to play. It's all right. What else we got? Um, well, with that, uh, we did the blood. The Egypt mummies? Yeah. The Egypt the Egypt mummies. That is very interesting. Uh, so there was an ancient ruler's parade through Cairo. So there was a a parade of 22 mummies, 18 kings, and four queens transported from the Egyptian museum to the new resting place, which is three miles away, uh, to the new National Museum of Egyptian Civilization in what is called the Pharaoh's Golden Parade. They, uh, they were transported in chronological order of their reigns from the 17th dynasty ruler, Sequenaire Ta the second to Ramses IX, who reigned in twelfth century BC. So twelve hundred BC. That's man. That's now. Yeah. Again, these people didn't actually. I don't think. Do you do you think that these these pharaoh people had anything to do with the pyramids being built at all? No. I. I I thought it was established that they had nothing to do with the pyramids being built, that they were not even the alien Akhenaten. <laughs> it has to be aliens. Yes. You have to believe it is aliens. Go ahead, do it, DB. Oh, I, <laughs> I was waiting for your I was waiting for your huh. David at your children. Why? <laughs> Why does Akhenaten have a long skull? <laughs> Could he be an alien? That's more Seinfeldian than Childressian. Oh, that's dude. That's I, I, it's a hard it's a hard differentiation, but but like it. I think your voice being an Xer wants to, wants to <laughs> dip into the Listen, Seinfeld. Nobody but these David people? Childress can ask that question in that affect. Oh no, nobody can. Nobody, nobody but David Childress. That's hilarious. Uh, but 
So they decided to move these, move these things, and it was with a great fanfare and a huge parade. And it was supposedly just, you know, just because um, you know, they're moving him from one, one museum to another. But they created vehicles. Do you see the pictures of the vehicles? Like King Thutmose II. It's got its own little... Little car. It's got like gold and all kinds of, they're all built up. They even resurfaced the roads specifically so the mummies had a smooth journey, supposedly. I honestly don't believe, okay, so the mummies, yeah, you have King Amenhotep II's little vehicle. So they, they made these little like Pope mobiles, right? For these mummies. And instead of transporting them, like if they were if they were just moving them from museum to museum, you would think they would be like in the back of like a big box truck, right? You know, just move them. Or flying pyramids. Or what? Well, obviously, right. But I mean, if they were literally just transporting them between museums, but they made this is a big thing. You know, I mean, there's one, two, three, four. Well, there's you know, twenty two vehicles. Yeah, each mummy was carried on a decorated vehicle specifically fitted with special shock absorbers and surrounded by a motorcade, including a replica horse-drawn war chariot. So. Hmm. We was chauffeured? Yeah, we was chauffeured. Hmm. So, I don't get what the parade was all for. I think there maybe there's some sort of ritual involved here. This is actually some sort of you know, uh, ancient Babylonian, and or, or, you know, because everything goes back to Babylon, uh, some sort of ancient ritual. It's too bad Reinhardt's not here, because I'm sure he would know which ritual this is. He's Probably. recovering from a rabid albino. No, I know. Uh, I'm not gorilla bite right now. I'm not. You know, like I'm not mad at him. Let's not let's not kick the guy while he's down. I'm not kicking him while he's down. I would never do that. But. Yeah, we would we would probably have something to say about this. I don't know. We'll ask him. We'll ask him. Um, yeah, what do you guys think of the ethics of displaying mummies in the first place? Um, huh. I okay. So ethics, like, like should you be digging up? You know, like should you be digging up? Same thing as when the Spanish communists fucking uh, dug up the nuns and set them up. You know, like right, like how, like how, how unethical is it to dig up a dead person and display him at all? That's what I'm right? asking you. That's what I'm asking. Is that akin to these Spanish nuns? Is that, or is it more or like is it more like, like Lenin, Lenin and, yeah. and, 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 uh, right. glass or acrylic or whatever he is, it is preserved yeah. wax Lenin and yeah. what well, is. Isn't like aren't some of the communist leaders like in, encased in glass or something like that, and you can still see their I don't know their corpse. Yeah, probably. I know Lenin is, but yeah, is it like that, or is it desecration and you know humiliation? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I I think there are some Egyptians that think it is desecration. Uh, I remember Anwar Sadat. He uh, he ordered at one point he ordered the royal mummy room at the Egyptian museum closed, and um, he said it desecrated the dead, you know, and he was very upset about that. He wanted them reburied, which he, he didn't get. Don't the, obviously, you know. 
don't the Brits have like some Viking and all his adornments in, in one of their museums? Or am I thinking that correctly? Possibly. It could be <clears throat> Leif Erickson. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to ask Varg. And then you got the Peruvian elongated skulls in that, that one right, museum. Right, the Paracas skulls. So, so, well, those like, were so found. looking at skeletons, is that different than when it's a mummy and you can still see most of its dried up flesh? It's preserved. Like, is it different yeah. when it's, is it different when it's a, just a straight up Well, are skeleton? we supposed, right, but I mean, like, the ethics of even opening up, you know, the tomb and, you know, beyond that, opening up the sarcophagus where the body is, you know, I mean, like, dude, what the well, fuck? It's a little macabre, right? It's I extremely mean, macabre, I've, but it's so I've banal, watched the though. mummies movies. I, I already know what happens after that, right? Kind of goes into. So I don't in, want in this article says curse of the pharaohs. While it is being seen as a grand and even fun event, Egypt's mummies have historically been associated with a superstition and foreboding. Recently, Egypt has had a string of disasters last week alone dozens of people were killed in a train crash while 18 people died when a building collapsed in cairo right but that was that before or well it doesn't matter they've been preparing this for quite some time they didn't just you know like pop these vehicles out of a fucking 3d printer last night um so you know this has obviously been in the works for a while so yeah maybe it has something to do with the mummy's curse you know Oh, guess when the mummies were discovered, guys? Just take a, take a wild guess. Uh, September 11th. No. Uh, what years? The years. Uh, you know, 1969. No, 1881. 1881. 1898. They're going to be in that era of all the discovery of all the things. Huh. In the, from, the 1860, mm. from 1850 to the 1920s. Oh, dude, you know what I found out? Uh, that my uh, mother-in-law's mother was most likely um, an orphan train baby. Interesting. Yep. Go on. She was, yeah, she was uh, from a Catholic orphanage in California, but was born in Ohio. And in 1920. And apparently the orphan trains ran until 1929. So it's a distinct possibility that she could have been an orphan train baby. Well, looks like you need to get her on. She's dead, dude. Oh, I missed that part. (laughs) Way to go, Jack. Way Way to go, go. Jack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can get a Ouija board. Wow. Wow. You can do that. No, dude, no. We did that. that. You don't remember when we did that? Oh, you weren't on for that. You were actually, you weren't even around for that. I wasn't on, but I remember that episode. We did the Ouija board with, yeah, with RGB. Yeah. 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 That was fun. Um, So, yeah. So, this whole thing with uh, with, with the pharaohs. So they were brought from Luxor to Cairo via the boat on the Nile, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so. Yeah, these things have been in a museum for, you know, a couple hundred years now. So I guess the ethics are right out the window. I don't know. I mean, we visit graves in, you know, reverence of, of the people that are there, I guess. I guess it would be like paying your respects. But digging it up, man. I mean, like digging it up, that's kind of shitty. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be on that's 
I got to be on team. That's a shitty thing to do. I got. I, I think it's. I think it's probably a bad thing to do. Yeah. I, hey, remember during the summer of hate when I said, when I asked the question, "Is there a statue of a white man that you would defend if it was in your your general area from being torn down?" Mm-hmm. Well, if I was in Providence, Rhode Island, I would. Do you see the statue that I put up in the chat? Said it yes or no? Oh, I see it. Oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. That's Howard Phillips Lovecraft. Yes. I would defend that statue from being torn down uh, to the best of my ability. And uh, I just have one question. What's that? Do you see the three domesticated felines around his feet? Yes, I know the I know the name of uh, one of them. Which yeah, which one do you think is the one with the funny name? The one that's the one that's uh, around his leg. I'd say. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The most affectionate one? The most affectionate yeah. one. The one that's looking at him like, I know what you named me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that coming out of the book is his uh, ex-wife's nose? Oosh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. Very nice. Oh, man. HP Lovecraft statue. Yeah, I would defend that. I would definitely defend that. Um, what has he got in his? What has he got in his left hand? What, what is that? I don't know. Is it a telescope? An umbrella? A telescope? I guess a telescope to look into space, right? Sure. Yeah, so it, you can like, see the color it, it, from space. It almost looks like a scroll, but at the same time, it's way too long for starters. But also, doesn't have that long part at the other end on the top part. Right. Right. It doesn't. But yeah. Well. That would also make it look like something out of the Torah. They really, they really went out of their way to make him look like the eternal Anglo in this. Uh, in, I don't know if you know this or not, but H.P. Lovecraft is the, the eternal in- Anglo. Eternal Anglo. Yeah, he is. Dude, the guy. Why is it? Is it just me, or does it look like he's always trying to keep a bird from flying out of his mouth? Uh, or just that he just doesn't want to say his cat's name out loud. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I'm like, gonna do it. Just like, mm, it. Mm, <laughs> mm, 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 so sick of them. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> the fatigue. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah, he only saw two in his life, and his fatigue was <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> he only saw two, and he was compelled to write a poem about him. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's completely understandable. Imagine the cosmic horror. Uh, cosmic horror writing. He would be a. Uh, engaged in today if he was in downtown Baltimore. If only you knew how bad things really were. <laughs> or if he saw or or if he saw the uh art artistic depiction of one of his great villains in his story being uh smashed apart by Jackie Robinson. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I just unplugged my microphone, so I've been laughing at this bit the entire time and I unplugged my microphone from the computer with my foot from laughing so hard from laughing so nice. hard. Yes, yes i believe you no i definitely did i just had to plug it back in i'm like why i had something to say i was gonna make a joke and i couldn't do it all right um what do we do we did the mummy spoop what else we got in the pile we got we got more stuff we did um do we have images jack of the 
vaccine transmission patch with the with the fangs on it. Oh, the viper uh, fang I, thing. Yeah, no, I I, I don't got those. Uh, that was with no, that was in another article from from last week, wasn't it? No, we didn't talk about that last week. That what, that what came up like gallons, yesterday while I was at work. Oh, did it? So, okay. Yeah. But anyway, the to this patch uh is a dermal transmission patch. And the the way it the way it goes into your skin, it, it has like little fangs on it and the fangs were literally designed to be like a viper's fangs. Yeah, they were modeled after actual hollow viper fangs. And they're they're micro needles. These things are like nano needles. Basically. Yeah, I, I I didn't have a whole lot more other than that. I guess it's one of those things we'll put in the mega uploads so people can take a look at it. But it's, it's just really it's uh it speaks to how sinister some of this shit is to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Because these are for like vaccinating patches. You know, these are, these are going to be installed under your skin or whatever. And it's going to just, con- you know, they can just up- upgrade your vaccine. Right. These are going to be um, upgradable because that's the whole plan. That is the, the logical conclusion to all of this is, you know, to have everybody digitally upgrading themselves with their vaccine upgrades twice a year. Oh, my goodness. When they get their, their Bill Gates upgrades. You know, hey, Bill Gates, everything. You know, I wonder if I wonder if because Bill Gates is involved with it, are the updates just going to happen? You know what I mean? Like you'll be doing something and all of a sudden your vaccine just updates. You got to stand there and wait for the blue screen to finish. Blue screen of death. Yeah. That's why I got a Mac. <laughs> I have never seen. I haven't seen the blue screen of death since. However, uh, Max are a pain in the ass in another way. Oh, oh! I I know what I wanted to bring up, and this hmm. has to do with entertainment. Oh, this good. is the entertainment section. Oh, good. Entertainment. What is Hulu? It? Hulu. So, uh, everybody uh, who has who pays for this streaming service. They get to watch TV shows, TV mm-hmm. shows that would be on broadcast and cable television, but uh, they get it in the streaming service. Uh, it was a, uh, you know, it's so you know, I'm I'm cutting the cord from cable so I can pay for a streaming service that gives me cable shows. Right. So there's a commercial for Hulu po- from 2009. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I posted it earlier today. Do you want to play it? I do. I do. Where did I post it? Shit. I posted it in the chat, didn't I? Okay, there's Jennifer Connelly, that Jewish man. Uh, yeah, that's that. That was a t- that was a tough one. Yeah, it was a tough one. Phoebe Cates wasn't tough at all. I didn't care about the Phoebe Cates thing because I wasn't a big Fast Times original I fan. Yeah, dude, it's where the hell Here, is I'm, it? I'm, I'm I'm forwarding it to our prep chat. It's right there. Okay, I don't know why it's not. There it is. Yes. Okay. We'll just. I'll just play this. So let's see. Hello, Earth. I'm Alec Baldwin, TV star. You know they say TV will rot your brain. <laughs> That's absurd. 
TV only softens the brain like a ripe banana to take it all the way. We've created Hulu. Hulu beams TV directly to your portable computing devices, giving you more of the cerebral gelatinizing shows you want anytime, anywhere, for free. I only hacked out because I want you alone. Mushy mush. And the best part is there's nothing you can do to stop it. I mean, what are you going to do, turn off your TV and your computer? <laughs> Once your brains are reduced to a cottage cheese-like mush, we'll scoop them out with a melon baller and gobble them right on up. Oops, I think I'm drooling a little. Because we're aliens, and that's how we roll. Hulu, an evil plot to destroy the world. Enjoy. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. So... Hulu, an evil yeah. plot to destroy the world. Everything uh, in this 2009 advertisement, 2009, 2009, before everybody was fully addicted to their phones. Their, right. Their we had devices. no idea. We had no idea how bad it was going to get. I, I, I hate how addicted to the stupid fucking devil mirror I get. Same. I, 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 I like. I'm trying to think of ways to cut back on what i'm using it for and it's it's difficult the damn thing is addictive you know like uh i don't really i don't really get on twitter like i used to because it's boring as fuck now that they got rid of all my friends um i have friends who want me to get on post and i i i, I check it once in a while and i'm sure everybody's having a good time on there but i can't I really can't really be bothered with it. Um, yeah, I don't want to get I, on I, post. I don't care we, enough about it. We do the stuff. We, we do our. We we do some stuff on Telegram, and uh, I, I check that. I check a couple chats and a couple channels that I follow on there periodically over the course of the day. But man, I, I really like. I I really wish I could throw the fucking devil mirror into the into a pond. And just be done with it. I, I just it, it's it's bizarre how addictive these things are. You know, like well, it's designed uh, that way. It's it's ubiquitous. You know, I, I, like when it comes down to it, I need the damn thing for work, and it's the only way of getting in touch with uh, getting in touch with certain family and friends for different sure. things. Sure. Uh. I haven't had a landline in ten years. We Do you have, remember landlines? Well, we, own, we own a landline because it came with the package, and the package was cheaper if we got it with the phone. You don't actually physically have a phone. Yeah, that's how they get you. It's ridiculous. But uh, anyway, the one of the things about this Hulu commercial, and you cannot see it because it's radio. At the end of the commercial. Uh, Alec Baldwin standing there and a uh, tentacle slithers out of his suit jacket and yeah. I don't know, wipes his, his face and, and then goes right hair. back up his butt wherever it came from. You know, it comes out and, and, and it comes and out another and little, his... a little hand comes up and fixes his tie or his yeah, pocket. He's got two tentacles come out. One of them adjusts his tie and the other one fixes his hair because he's an alien, you know. Yeah. Reptilian, alien. You know, they're, they're telling on themselves a little revelation of the method there for sure. Uh, Openly we're telling just so you quirky. 
openly telling you that the purpose of TV is is to soften your brain and make you more compliant and laughing in your face that you will not be able to turn off your device. Right. They, they call it, they call it your portable computing device because mm-hmm. they knew it was coming. They knew the smartphone shit was coming and your television, your giant devil, your giant devil mirror in the living room, which I, I've, which what I've seen with some people lately, these things have gotten to where they take up the whole wall now. It is bad. They are huge. Televisions have gotten huge and cheap. Cheap. Super cheap. That was we're the talking thing. like well we're, a long we're time. We're talking ago. like uh eight I I think I saw one that was like six feet by four feet. Yeah. And it was like five hundred bucks. Or whatever. They're they're not that expensive. Well, maybe it was more than that because it was huge. But the thing is, is with capitalism, everything has gone up in price. Cars. You know, cars were like two thousand dollars when cars first came out, or whatever. And then you now, cars—you know, you, unlimited amount of money you can spend on cars. Um, shoes, shoes have gotten more expensive. Clothes has gotten more expensive. Electronics get more expensive, except, except, except for television, color televisions. Televisions were first like a couple thousand dollars when the first color TV came out. Now you can buy a 42-inch flat-screen smart TV for 199 bucks. It's the only thing that's gotten cheaper is television. Imagine if we had free energy like what Nikolai Tesla was discovering. Nikola Tesla. What a, oh, my God. Are you, um, are you on the Nikola Tesla's fake and gay? Uh, as Helen Keller. As um, fake but and equally as gay as Helen Keller, he's guess um, who named his guess who named his vehicles after that fake and gay inventor? Oh, yeah, lone scum, that phony. And yeah, but guess who? Guess who really? Guess who's really been trying to get the attention of that phony? <laughs> Don't do this to me. Don't do it. Yep, everybody's favorite. Autistic Aryan Anthropology Philosopher King. Now, what have I Bobby said Seffer. numerous times? What's there that? is no such thing as the perfect messenger. Oh, no. Anytime, anytime you think you've come across someone that you think has that perfect message and has the, the, all the proper levels of based and red-pilled and all the other stupid little euphemisms you want to use, they are going to ultimately do something to terribly, terribly disappoint yeah, you. And then they open up a video drive in a Tesla. To a ukulele. To a ukulele, yep. Now, I am not going to say... I'm surprised it wasn't I Can't Drive 55 uh, set to a ukulele. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. That would have been great. I don't think think Bobby has the... uh, Robert has that kind of humor in him. He has been trying to get the attention of Lone Scum. He tweeted at him something about uh, instead of wasting money trying to go to Mars which you can't, something about you're never going to be able to do. Why don't you fund a trip plus a boring machine to uh, one of your boring machines to the hollow earth? Wait, so a golden tea? Like from a bar? What? You said a boring machine. I Golden tea is boring. What's golden tea? 
God damn it. What's golden tea? The golf thing that said all is. the bars with oh. the rolling ball in the middle. But I have no idea God. what that is. I'm sorry. Never. I really. Yeah, I don't know golden tea. Right. Yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah. I guess I, I guess I do know what it is, but yeah, I don't. I don't really think I've ever played it, or I've ever been around anybody that has played it. I guess it would be a boring machine. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there you go, boring machine. No, I guess your buddy Alex made that made that joke too in the chat the other day. Well, what, what, you know, he probably would have gotten him to lend him the thing if he didn't if he didn't make a crack at it. You know, why is this machine boring? Well, yeah, Robert Seffer wants to go to the Hollow Earth and wants Elon Musk to fund it. What do we think? Well, it would be my it would be sort of my taxpayer dollars funneled into. Robert Seffer, right? Kind like, of, yeah, yeah. Because Elon like, gets it's not like Elon gets yeah, all kind of government all money. those government grants, sure, right? So, sure. you know, they they would honestly just go to the Hall of Earth just to find Hitler to kill him. Oh. I'm so glad you're on, Jack. <sighs> Seems like a good deal, but you're gonna get fucked in the end. Yeah. But what were you going to say? Now you had a, you said you had a take on the whole Robert Seffer, Elon Musk thing. Talk about um, Robert Seffer since he got kicked off of Facebook has taken has seen anything that comes up in his timeline and commented on it, like quote tweeted and commented on it. You know, like it, it just seemed like okay, it seemed kind of like a corny way of him bringing up hollow earth to promote his YouTube stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's serious about lone scum funding this fact finding mission about okay. hollow earth. I okay. think, I think he just wants to use, uh, like, uh, the exploration cause du jour, which is, you know, and the public consciousness is supposed to be Mars because of all sure. the, the propaganda on on TV shows and everything like that. They did a whole Mars Discovery, uh, like mini series with that had like a diversity cast and crew that w- that landed on Mars or whatever, and the trials and tribulations they went through. It's it's been a thing for a while, you know. Then they had the Matt Damon movie where he's like growing potatoes on Mars and yeah, shit he's like growing that. Growing potatoes uh, using it, human feces. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I, man- I, hey, I dude, they never, managed to they managed to shoehorn it. in a scat fetish. Of course. Of I course. mean, yeah. and magic black about? science guy saves the day. Two of them. Uh, so that's the cause du jour of exploration. So he's just using the energy from that cause du jour to, you know, divert it to his one of his pet interests and he's been talking about hollow earth and hyperborea and agartha and stuff like that for a long time sure so i don't think like i don't think he really wants to work with elon musk for finding hollow earth like i i, I don't like he's I don't driving like a that tesla he's trying to piggyback off that energy maybe you know what i mean but like, he's he's driving a tesla in his new video I just but he lives in California. He might get a he, he uh, might have like he might have got it like half off. You know what I mean? Or, or he did might, it ironically. That or he rented it. 
maybe you know, he rented like, it. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe he rented got it a, for the video. Maybe he's got a more subtle sense of humor than we think. Maybe he does, and he's just trolling with that. And this is conspiracy candy to make people like me go nuts. I mean, he said that he he told Elon Musk, or he told Elon Musk that you'll never get to Mars. So does is he saying space is fake and gay? He's a sphere He cuck. hasn't openly said space is fake and gay. He also hasn't openly, from what I know, unless I, I haven't heard him fully say that he thinks we live on a globe. Except he speaks of North and South Poles. Right. So maybe he does it to translate for the normies. I, I listen. He he talks about a lot of stuff that we think is cool, and I still think he would be uh, the best get for an interview that that is out there right now. Like, oh, for sure, it, it would just be hands so, down. There's only a few people. There's only a few people even in that category for interviews for the, for this show. No offense to literally everybody else. Right, if, but, but I don't care who you are. You know, Robert Seffer. It's basically is what Dogbot is saying is that the paranormies don't care who you are. You're no Robert Seffer. Right? No, joke. That was mean. Sorry, everybody else. And if you're listening to right now, spam Robert Seffer right now and tell him to get on the paranormies. Hold on, Jack. You just broke up really bad. Say what you just said again. I said if you're listening to this right now, it's your duty to spam Robert Seffer. And tell them to come on the Paranormies for an interview. Yes, that, yeah. would, that would be quite cool. It, it would be nice to interview John Levi, Levi too. Oh, yeah. John Levi yeah. would be a good interview. Uh, I think that would be fun. I think uh, Eric Dubay would be fun. I think there's uh, Dell, another flat earth guy. He's, he'd be fun. Uh, I want to get on. What's his name there? The guy that does uh, the BTFOs. What's his name? Oh, the the angry Brit that, that yeah. sort of reminds me of like a cross between Ricky Gervais uh, when he's really upset mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he's great. I like I, I I liked that one stream I watched where he's just screaming at screaming at people. That is entertaining. You know, mm. he really does not like uh, the what? Wait, what's that zone called? The What's the, is it the Black Swan? What oh, Black the, Swan, yeah. What is ah? Oh, what is that? What is that? The 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 space between where the curve is and what your line of sight is. What what did he call that? The Coriolis effect. Oh, the oh the Coriolis effect. The thing that doesn't exist. Yeah. 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 Can you tell me what the Coriolis effect is? Can you define it for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. He's like, and he tells you, no, no you, you can't. can't. You stupid cunt. You stupid fucking muppet. Get the fuck off my show. <laughs> he basically like does that. That, yeah. that was entertaining. Uh, he is I, extremely entertaining. I hadn't seen anything but that, that two-hour video. Uh, oh, all of his yeah. videos. All of his videos are like that. It's great. They're great. That's a good bit, man. It is, but, I mean, you know, any BTFOs people on the... The flat earth proofs, um, which, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand people that are like, you know, I don't, I, you know, I, 
we've we've posted videos, we've posted links to other videos, we've posted links to podcasts where they talk about the proofs and stuff. And people are like, "Well, I just, I just, you know, I've seen ships go over the horizon." No, no, you haven't. And here's why. And here's another link to another video. And they just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. I've seen it with my own eyes. Well, you can see it with your own eyes and in a telescope that you're, you know, so into looking at the stars with, you can, you know, you can do a lot of these proofs. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of tired of the whole discussion, to be quite honest with you. Well, yeah, uh, we, we, we believe everything we post on the Telegram. Right. So uh, don't, look don't at the meme that, uh, that Reinhardt just made that I put in the Skype chat. Is yes, the fan enjoyer meme that is great. Yes, the average Morgellon fan being the soy face guy, and the average pube worm <laughs> enjoyer being the Iranian, the Iranian giga Chad. Yeah, yeah, Chad guy. Yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> fucking great. Ah, I guess, I guess Reinhardt's every time, feeling better. Every time I see that that picture of the guy that's on the right in that meme, I start hearing like. Night of the Roxbury era dance music, like oh, 90s geez. dance music. Yeah, definitely. He's got like that Persian club guy. I so, know what I want and I want it now. Stop, stop, like, stop, but- stop, stop. <laughs> Just no. No. No, dude. Uh, but I guess Reinhardt's feeling better because he's making memes. So that's a good sign. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up. We're going to wrap up this. This Did they put edition. Vanilla Harambe to sleep after they after he bit Reinhardt on Eight Mountain, or is he being detained? No, I think he's just being detained. I don't think that they're gonna put uh, they're gonna they're gonna put Whitey Whitey Harambe out of his misery. I don't think so. I hope not. Anyways, that would be that would be bad. Be bad. But we are gonna get out of here. Jack is gonna take us on another trip through the Necronormicon. Uh, today you have. What is it? A piece out of Adolf Hitler, The Ultimate Avatar. It's a great book. Yes. Yes. All right. Well. Oh, yeah. also, um, also, I had made the challenge of people posting rotten egg cartons to uh, chicks on Twitter who are bragging about getting their vaccine. Yeah. I think somebody told me that somebody in the chat said that they had done that and posted a screenshot. I, I completely didn't see it. So... I will draw a a little Abby for you if you can post it again in the chat. And I, you know, okay, cool. You know, because I I don't want to I I I you know I don't want to seem like I, I'm welching on like right. a bet. Sort you don't want to be a renigger. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> See, <laughs> calm down there, Bam Margera. Just saying, just saying, man. Um, I can't believe I got that one back in there again. All right. Uh, yeah, so do that while you're out there, while you're looking at stuff. Uh, go to dissidentapparel.com and buy a Paranormies t-shirt. Or three. Or three or four because uh, the, fourth, the fourth shirt the fourth design is coming soon, TM. Like very, very soon. Actually, it's designed and ready to go. I think we're gonna release it pretty like this week or next week or whatever. Um, they're cool. We'll have. We're I, finished, have we've got a bunch of, I yeah. finished that design. I'm sending it to you. 
Dogbot finished the t-shirt design. He is sending it to me. That will be on the next series of shirts. That is pretty freaking awesome. Um, what else? Yeah, uh, go to our us. Telegram channel and take a look at it. Yeah. Desmond's just going to show the Telegram. T.me slash the Paranormies present. You can also check out Reinhardt at T.me slash Nephilim Hour. Uh, Dogbot is T.me slash Chupacabra underscore Kennel. Uh, Jack's internal shit posts also proceeds the t.me slash. All right. I think I got everybody. And uh, I mean, I, I kind of shill at the end, but um, if, if you got, if you, anyone has anything they want me to read for Necronormicon, uh, submit whatever you want me to read to um, Jack the Intern 1488 at protonmail.com. I want everybody to submit the vagina monologues. Oh, God, please no. If you get enough requests for it, you have to read it. <laughs> I mean, I will begrudgingly, but yeah. Yeah. You have to also or, or sisterhood of the, yeah, yeah, sisterhood, sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants or the Yaya Sisterhood, either way. Yeah, either one of those is just like nightmare fuel for dudes. Gotta be. Or Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Shut the Fuck Up. We're getting out of here. All right. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. We'll see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay. Welcome back to another segment of the Necronormicon. Today I'll be reading from Adolf Hitler, The Ultimate Avatar by Miguel Serrano, quoting Carl Jung. What an extraordinary difference between Hitler and Mussolini. With Mussolini, one feels that one meets with a human being. With Hitler... One is astonished. We know we can never talk with this man, because there is no one there. He is not a man, but a collective. He is not an individual, but a whole nation. I accept as literally true that he has no personal friends. Hitler cannot be explained by means of personal contact, as a work of art cannot be explained by the personality of the artist. The great work of art is the result of the entire world in which the artist lives and of the millions of people who surround him, and of thousands of currents of thought. Mussolini can find a successor, but I see no one who could replace Hitler. Hitler cannot marry. If he marries, he will cease to be Hitler. I do not wonder if he has sacrificed sex life for the cause. The true passion of Hitler is Germany. This also means he finds himself ruled by an idea. The idea is always feminine. The mind is a woman because the head, the brain, is the creator. The mind is like the mother's womb. The unconscious of the man is feminine. That of the woman is masculine. Hitler has no personal ambitions. His ambitions go further beyond those of ordinary people. Hitler's power is not political. It is magical. To understand this term, it is necessary to know what the unconscious is. It is the part of our mental constitution over which we have no control, which contains thoughts and even conclusions over which we have no awareness. The secret of Hitler is not that he has a more powerful unconscious, more filled with thoughts and memories than other men. Rather, his secret is that his unconscious has an extraordinary access to his consciousness and that it permits him to dominate and move it. It is like a man who is actively listening to a whispering voice from a mysterious springhead, and he acts in accord with her. 
We have too much rationality to obey her. But Hitler hears her and obeys. The true leader is always guided. Hitler himself has referred to his voice. Therefore, he always knows better than his advisors and then the opinions of foreign advisors. This is because the information accumulated by his unconsciousness reaches his consciousness by means of an extraordinary ability that makes it more correct than that of all those who reach different conclusions from his. Hitler cannot cease to obey his voice. When he announced the invasion of Czechoslovakia in the sports palace, the voice of the human Hitler trembles. What man would not feel fear in that instant? on making the decision that could compromise the destiny of millions. Nevertheless, the voice commands him to go forward, and he must obey her. Hitler is like Mohammed. He is the Messiah of Germany who teaches virtue with the sword. The sword must uphold the spirit of Aryan Germany. The religious character of Hitlerism is put into relief by the fact that German communities throughout the world have adopted Hitlerism in spite of being so far removed from the power of Berlin. Look at South America, especially the German communities in Chile. When Hitler speaks by shouting, it happens because he must do so. Because through him, the collective unconscious of his race speaks itself. His voice is, at a minimum, that of 70 or 80 million Germans. He must shout even in private conversation. The voice he hears is the collective unconscious especially that of the collective unconscious of his race, but also of many Englishmen, Frenchmen, and even Czechs who feel admiration for him, as well as fear. Thank you for listening, and I hope you all enjoyed this reading. If you have any suggestions or things you want me to read, you can send them to jacktheintern1488 at protonmail.com.